What's up, guys? It's Mickey, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. All right, all right, all right. How is my BK fam feeling? I missed you guys. I know it's only been a week, but I missed you guys. I miss talking to you guys. I hope you guys are doing well. Summer is flying on by, is it not? Is it not? Before you know it, we will be in July. Actually, at the time this episode, what's today? The 26th? By the time y'all hear this, it may already be July. Happy July, guys. Happy July. Um, Yeah, let's hope I'm alive to hear this. Either way, this would be the last episode if I'm not. But happy July to my BK fam. I hope you guys are doing well. We're going to be in August before you freaking know it. Kids are going to be back in school. Like, what is happening? It'll be fall time, Christmas, holiday time. Ridiculous. It's going to be another year down before we even know it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think so. So this morning I meditated and I haven't meditated first thing in the morning in a while. And let me tell you, it was intentional and it changed. Well, it's still morning time currently, but so far it has just changed the trajectory of my mood this morning. I have more patience for other people. I have more patience and grace for myself. I have a more, um, I don't know, like my energy just feels good. And this morning I meditated to a healing flute. I need to get me some sound bowls and stuff because I already do yoga. And for Christians who'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe you do yoga. Yeah, I do. So you guys can leave me alone and you can mind your business. If God told you don't do yoga, by all means, don't do yoga. But for me and my body, we're going to stretch it. And it just felt so good to meditate this morning. And I, at one point I was really disciplined on yoga, meditation, and just being very intentional about my energy and different things. And life happens as it does to all of us. And I became undisciplined in certain areas. It's not to say that I still didn't do yoga, but I mean, when I tell you guys, I have been disciplined like every single day. And then When I realized like, okay, I've fallen off and I would say to myself, I need to get back to it. I need to get back to it. And then Lord and behold, (laughs) when I said I'm going to be intentional about the energy and I told you guys that God had been speaking to me directly about my responses and I haven't even had like, I, I, I haven't been blowing up or anything, but I think the stuff that God saw coming, he was telling me early so I could have the character to handle the things that people would say and the tests that would come and that I could have the right heart heart posture to be able to give the grace and forgiveness and have the empathy that is um, needed. I was on a walk with a friend the other day and we were talking and we're like, um, I was explaining to them, I was like, you know, I'd be working on my fruits of the spirit and with me trying to be intentional with working on fruits of the spirit. And in case we don't know what those are, let me remind you guys really quickly. The fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, 
gentleness and self-control. Sometimes instead of forbearance, they'll have patience. Okay. So those are our fruits of the spirit. And I had tried I have been trying to be extra intentional on just exhibiting them and um, not just for myself, not just for people in my immediate world, but to everybody. And it's so freaking hard. You know, when they say, when you ask God, um, God, help me to be more patient. And then you start getting tested in every area in your life. You're like, hold the up. Like I ask for more patience, not for more trouble, but sometimes those go hand in hand because how can you really, it's easy to be patient when nothing is stressful or you're not desiring anything and you're not waiting. It's easy to be patient. It's easy to be loving when people are being loving back, when people are being kind back. It's easy to be kind when people are being kind back, you know, maybe not for some people, but for the average person, it's easy. And God's love is like going past that. God's love is being able to sit with Judas at the table and still be like, please do it. Please do what you need to do so I can do what I need to do kind of thing. God's love is turn the other cheek. God's love is healing, encompassing, because I don't want everybody to sit up here and think God's love is just like go against my boundaries and everything. No, it's not that. It's just that because God had boundaries. God had an inner circle. God was very intentional with who was in his life, who he shared different things with, who he experienced different things with. He had everybody, then he had the 12, and then he had the three, and then he was very intentional and used wisdom when he needed it to be just solo dolo. And I think the way God lived his life is how we should try to live ours. Of course, we don't have the exact same circumstances as God. And I am grateful because let me tell you, if it was up to me to die on the cross for the rest of the world and they may or may not choose me, I know I probably wouldn't have done it. So God knew, but (laughs) he knew who to send. I'll say that. He knew who to send. And uh, I'm grateful for Jesus for that every day. But the point of all this was, is I was talking to this friend and um, I was saying sometimes how hard it is to exhibit empathy to people when they go out of their way to not exhibit it back or to, and it's not just empathy, but it's also like understanding. And we were talking about, you know, most of the time when we're frustrated with other human beings is because we don't understand them and or we don't acknowledge where they may be in their life in the same way they may be doing it at the same time as vice versa but somebody has to be the bigger person and somebody has to kind of push through it and um so i have been dealing with different situations like that and the friend you know we were talking about uh, moments when they had felt that way too and i was like but it's so hard sometimes you know like cuz sometimes i'm like I want the other person to see, do you see where I'm giving you empathy at? And for them, it could be like, do you see where I'm giving you empathy at? And I could be missing it on their part as well. And he was like, you know, it comes with to be able to give more empathy. We were talking about how it comes with more understanding. We have to be willing to try to see the other person's point of view. Like, even if we may not agree with it, we have to be willing to try to see the other person's point of view. and. A part of understanding is also realizing and accepting and understanding within itself that some people may not understand. It doesn't matter how much you explain it. It doesn't matter how nice you say it. It doesn't matter how many different uh, ways you word it. 
some people may not understand or they may not adhere to it. They may not respect it. And you have to be okay with people not understanding. You have to be okay with, I may not get empathy from this person when it comes to this. They may not see me in the way that I need to be seen or I feel like I need to be seen right? And we just have to be okay and really accept the fact that sometimes people just may not get it. No matter how hard you try, they may not get it. No matter how hard you try, they just may not care. And I think that's a lesson that all of us can take and remember daily is that sometimes no matter how hard you try, the person may not see it. They may not understand it. And a lot of times people get frustrated because they're like, I've been trying to tell these people this forever. You know, when it was me going through it, everybody had this, this, and this. But sometimes it takes people experiencing it for themselves. So, And, you know, sometimes it doesn't. But for the most part, if we really think about it for human beings, it takes them going through it themselves or somebody close to them or in their proximity to experience it for it to hit different. And I mean, that's kind of what everybody, and that's like, it's not coming from a judging place for, I'll say from my aspect, it's not coming from a judging place just for the simple fact of when we all think like, oh, okay, like, yeah, but it won't happen to me. And that could apply to so many different areas in our life. We think, oh yeah, but it won't happen to me until it does or until it happens to somebody else in close proximity. And we think, holy shit, I have a new level of empathy. Holy shit. Like, I'm pretty sure um, people who, like when God was, when Jesus was first saying, I can do miracles. I'm pretty sure there are people who believed in his power. and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. He can do miracles. But after you see him do it, like up close and personal, or after you are the person who has experienced the miracle, there's a whole nother level of faith. There's a whole nother level of conviction and courage that that person has that a person who is in another town who may have heard of Jesus and what he was doing and it, it's not hitting them the same because yeah, I heard it and I may believe it, but it's still going to hit the person who's experienced it or who's seen it with their own eyes kind of thing, right? It's just going to hit different. And I think that can apply to different things in our lives as well. So I say that to say that we just got to be okay with sometimes people not understanding. We got to be okay with people not caring to see our side like they may be in a blinded headspace where it's I'm so focused on my pain I'm so focused I'm or I'm just so exhausted from my pain I'm so exhausted from my life that I don't have the capacity and the energy to even try to be empathetic to you to even see you where you are and that happens and that's okay too and I think we try to box different things in and make each situation a black and white situation when we know that I say all the time there are so many gray areas in life and so I encourage us all to be more loving, be more empathetic to each other, exhibit fruits of the spirit to each other and to ourselves. But let me tell you, I say that, but I would be wrong to tell you, not tell you this as well, that it's hard. It's hard. It's not going to be easy. But the reward of exhibiting fruits of the spirit versus living out of the flesh is worth it because don't make yourself suffer twice, right? And always remember, you're going to have to be accountable for how you responded and what you say. And I know that God 
I'm thankful that God warned me early about that. I'm not saying like, oh my God, he didn't warn me like as a baby or whatever. I mean, like recently he had been on me and as stuff started happening, I was more focused on what God had told me that when different people in different situations came up, I was like, oh, okay, it's time to implement. It's time to implement because I cared more about disappointing God than getting the temporary feeling, being satisfied by living out of my flesh and maybe getting revenge or maybe clapping back or you know what I mean like and sometimes it just don't take all that because even after the clap back will they care probably not or did I not just add gasoline onto the fire and blow it up yeah and then I still now it's like an argument or situation has happened when I just want everybody to shut up I want to shut up I want everybody else to shut up I'm not really trying to pour gasoline on a fire you know And I mean, I always think in my head, life is hard enough for everybody. And I know that even with all the trials and tribulation in my life, it could be so much worse. And so I try to count my blessings and I try to be grateful. And yeah, those are the enlightening moments that I had this morning. Okay. And I just feel so good that I meditated. So I'm going to try to be disciplined again with my meditation and my yoga, because when I was very disciplined with it, like, I mean, doing daily practice. I really noticed a change to myself. I noticed a change in the people around me when they were doing it daily. It's like they were able to exhibit the fruits of the spirit more. And like it came natural. It came easy. Um, It became easier to let the Holy Spirit work versus, you know, choosing the flesh. And we all know that the flesh more often than not is easier to choose than the path that the Holy Spirit wants you to take. So yeah, those are the lessons that I've learned. I hope you guys to relate to that in some kind of way. All right, so the next thing that I want to talk about on this week's episode, well, I want to read something to you that I had screenshotted back in March, but I kept forgetting to talk to you guys about it. So we're going to talk about it today. Okay, this is a post that somebody else did that I saw on Facebook. And she said, the grandmothers gave the mothers bad advice out of survival. The mothers gave the daughters bad advice out of pain. The daughters must take what they've been told and unlearn what doesn't fit. Breaking generational curses sometimes look like not listening to your elders. And I have a wide range of people that listen. So I know some people are probably listening and she's going to tell them to be disrespectful. No, it's not about disrespect, but it's about taking what works, taking what doesn't and not using what doesn't work, but taking the things that work and apply them in ways that work for you work for your family, work for your life. Um, And even if it's something that may have worked for the older generations, maybe you can tweak it a little bit. Maybe you can do it exactly the same, but maybe you need to tweak it a little bit to apply it where it is beneficial in your life, where it can be the most impactful. The wildest thing is seeing my mom these past few years and just the different trials and tribulations she's had to endure these last few years gave me empathy for my grandmother. Because sometimes when I would hear my mom's story about her childhood or whatever, I had no empathy for my grandma. 
it was more judgment. It was more anger. It was more like, how dare you? How dare you treat my mom this way? How dare you were to do these things to her? And of course, not just her, but like, or just anger of like, if you had poured more love, if you had did this, imagine the kind of mom we could have had. And it's not to say that I have a bad mom. I have a fantastic mom. I have a great mom. I've acknowledged that on here multiple times, but I think the amount of trauma some was bound to pass down regardless. And the amount of work to unlearn all the bad habits, I just feel like a lot of steps could have been skipped. But at the same time, life doesn't work that way. Like we're dealt the cards that we're dealt. We have to defeat the battles that we have to defeat. And it makes me think of how we serve a generational God because I think some of the battles that my grandma didn't defeat showed up in her daughter's lives and now they're fighting battles that grandma grandpa great grandma great 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 grandma you know what i mean great 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 grandpa should have won and now the same way they were dealing with it now her children are dealing with it and their children are casualties of that war of them trying to fight these battles, of them trying to navigate. And I think sometimes we underestimate the fact of we all have our own, each generation, we all have our own battles to fight. And if you do not fight them, they will be left for the next generation to deal with. And do you really want to leave the next generation with the battles they are gonna have regardless, regardless, the battles they're gonna have on their own and have to deal with past battles that you should have handled that sticks with me that always sticks with me the first time I ever heard that I was like oh my god because y'all know how sensitive I am about the babies like and I don't just mean like arm babies and for the people that be like don't you believe in abortion hell yeah I do I'm not coming off off that and I can still be sensitive to the babies that are born right I don't believe every person who has kids should be a parent I feel like parenting is a calling and I know people think, I don't get real religious with this and spiritual, but no, like, look at some people in this world. Some of them should not have children. And then they have these children and then they raise them or don't raise them. They damage them. And then these grow up to be adults. And then the cycle either continues or they, if they don't uh, rage hell on the kids and the family. They're raging hell on the outside world. And some of that is just a lack of love and empathy that didn't come from their parents. And then the cycle just continues and continues. And I look back over the generational curses that happen. I, I'm willing to do that because stuff that's not supposed to pass on to them, I want it to stop with me. I'll do double the work if I have to, but I want it to stop with me. Like I just... I want the best for my babies. I want them to grow up in healthy environments. I I don't think it'll be perfect. I don't think I'm going to be the perfect mom by any means. As you guys know, I'm terrified at the thought of having to raise a human being and care for them and raise them up in the way that they should be in such a harmful and sinful world. And depending on their personality, it's like, to teach them to 
still exhibit fruits of the spirit, to to teach them to still love in spite of, to teach them to not be quick to anger, to have this responsibility. Like parenting is a calling. I don't care what anybody says, whether you believe in God or not, it is a calling. It is something that not any and everybody should be doing. Not anybody, not any and everybody should be doing so freely and just lacklusterly like I don't like lusterly is probably not a word but y'all know y'all know what I mean like it's a big deal it's a really big deal to me but it made me seeing my mom go through different battles and the way she responded gave me so much empathy for my grandmother because even though my mom may have responded better to her trials and tribulations they weren't the best there were scars that still came to her kids regardless. And it made me think like, grandma, should she have done a lot better? Absolutely. Does it minimize the pain that my mom and her siblings went through? Absolutely not. Like their pain is real. Their feelings are valid. And grandma should have did so much fucking better. Like absolutely hands down. But then I think, what if that was the best that she could do? Then I wonder, what example did she have? Then I wonder, what was her capacity to handle heartbreak in certain seasons? Because heartbreak will change people in ways you don't, you can't even imagine. Um, heartbreak will, it's, it's, it can be deafening. It can be soul crushing. Heartbreak can make you feel stagnant. Heartbreak can make you lash out on people who did not break your heart. And as you go through this, sometimes you need people to love you through it. What happens when you have nobody to love you through it, but everybody is judging you and basing your character off of your worst moments? And then I think, oh, shoot. It's going to say another word, but oh, shoot. Like, I think that's, you know, what I did to my grandma. And a lot of like I, the image that I had of her was like, and I'm not saying she's perfect and I'm not saying she hasn't had moments that are valid in the way that I feel the way, the way that I felt back then and some of the times that I feel now, but I wonder, did anybody love her past her faults? Did anybody say what you did was really messed up to me in this season? But now that I've experienced heartbreak, probably not exactly the same that you have, or now that I've experienced life's financial troubles the same way you may have, not, and of course it's not exactly the same because everybody dynamics is different, but now that I have a little taste, a little inkling, did anybody love you past that? Did anybody love you past the words that you were saying out of anger, anger, but it was really just your heart bleeding out? Like someone saved me, someone helped me. Did someone love you past the decisions you made when you felt overwhelmed? Did somebody say, did somebody ever say to my grandma, like, how did you do this? How did you get past this? Did anybody say to my grandma, like, you have these girls to raise and you're probably going to be primarily doing, be doing it by yourself? and you have to figure it out. Did anybody ever say to my grandma, I know your relationship with your mom wasn't the best, but now you have three girls and now you have to figure out how to be the mother that you didn't have, right? And 
sometimes I wonder, did grandma think, oh my God, I tried so hard not to be my mom. And in so many ways I was. I wonder, does it break our hearts sometimes? Like I failed my girls in the same way that my mom failed me, or I may have failed my girls in a worse way than my mom failed me. You know what I mean? Because grandma could be like, at least my, at least my safety, at least my love pouring into me came from my dad. But did anybody ask her when her dad left, how did she feel? You know what I mean? Did anybody ask, did she ever feel alone in this world? Did anybody ask? And I'm saying, these are my thoughts out loud because I haven't even asked my grandmother these things. Like, do you still feel alone today? Like even surrounded by people, do you still feel alone today? Do your worst moments still hunt you? Do your worst parenting moments still hunt you? Did you ever have the space to heal from your heartbreak, right? Do you constantly feel like people are seeing you for your worst moments. What would it have looked like had you had the ability to, I don't know how to put it. What would it, what would it have done or who could my grandmother have turned into had she had the ability to be loved like Jesus loves throughout it all. But I think the pain she inflicted, it was so much and it made it hard. And you know, when pain is inflicted from your parents and the different childhood environments you have to grow up in, you have to try really hard not to be resentful. And then sometimes it makes you not have empathy for their pain. It's like, because do you know how much you lashed out at me because of what so-and-so did? Like, I understand your heart was broken, but I didn't break it. Or even if we as children, we have moments of breaking our parents' hearts and disappointing them. It's like, okay, but do you want to sit up here and talk about all the times you broke my heart kind of thing? It's like, it's not a, it shouldn't be a, let's one up you. Or do you remember this? But what about this? We miss it. We miss it. Every single time we do that, we miss it. We need to do better at meeting each other where we are, really giving grace, really giving empathy, and really giving love. I think in so many moments, we turn it into your mess up affected me this way, and now I can't do this. Or your mess up affected me this way, and now I carry this pain. And the pain is real. The pain is so freaking real. But um, it is hard to love people when their worst is coming out. It's hard to believe people when their worst is gone because you're like, I know what you said to me out of anger. You probably feel that more than you feel the love. But again, that would be an assumption. And it would be the arrogance of us as human beings to think that we know 100% how somebody else is or feeling or to think that we know the capacity of another human being to change, right? The arrogance of us because we know nothing. (laughs) Even the things that we know we don't even understand to the full scope the way that God does because he is sovereign. And I don't know, guys, that 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 stuck with me is that I do think that grandmas gave our moms, you know, tips out of survival. Like this is how we survive, you know, back when the men were the only ones like that could bring home the money and everything you know they were taught to like stay in abusive relationships like everything like you just survive right 
and then they damaged the hell out of their kids. And then then they left their kids to have to figure out how to do it the right way. And then they left their kids to have to figure out how to raise the next generation better with a lack of example or an example that just wasn't to the best of their ability. And it could have been better had our grandmothers had better kind of thing. And then our parents gave us advice out of pain, the pain of watching their moms in pain, the pain of watching their moms try to figure it out without help, the pain of watching their moms try to figure out without being loved through it or being loved past their worst moments. And then it gets to us and it's like, okay, grandma gave pain, gave advice out of survival. Mama gave advice out of pain. Now I have to take what works, what doesn't work, and I have to make sure that I'm not giving my children advice out of survival and pain because I know some of the way that I view the world is shaped by my pain. And it's important that I'm shaped by the potter's hands and not by the world's hands. And for those that don't get that reference, God is the potter and we are the clay. So it's important that I, who I am, my character, my heart, my response is shaped by God and not shaped by my pain from others, my pain from different experiences in this world, and just my pain that I may inflict on myself. You know, our feelings aren't facts, okay? Our hearts can be deceitful. And yes, sometimes your heart will tell you how you feel, but also at the same time, it's like a scripture in the Bible. I don't have my Bible right now. You guys can Google it, but it's a scripture in the Bible that tells you be careful of like your heart, it can be deceitful. It can deceive you, right? Sometimes you have to protect your thoughts. Some thoughts are yours. Some thoughts are the enemies. You know, some thoughts are, you think they're yours, but they're literally based off of just different people and environments you've been in. We have to protect our thoughts and our energy. And yeah, I have, I just have another level of empathy. After watching my mom, I have another level of empathy for my grandma that I don't think I would have ever had had I not watched my mom go through the season she's going through. And so I'm thankful to God for that because now instead of just learning from my mom's generation, now I have something to learn from the generation before that. And it's not to say that I couldn't do it before, but I can appreciate it different now. And I cannot come from a place of anger. Like, how dare you do this to my mom? It's, it won't be coming. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted, grandma. I don't need to start wilding out or anything. And still, don't be playing with my mom, right? Don't be playing with my brother, okay? But I have a, I have a, my heart is not stony in certain situations anymore. I have way more empathy. Do I respect the way she handles certain things? Absolutely not. Do I think that had she not done such life-changing decisions, it would have made her daughter's outlook differently and they would have parented differently? Absolutely. But I mean, it is what it is, shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm grateful that my heart is more fleshy towards her now and not as stoned and that I can see it more from her perspective. It's just enlightening and... I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. And who would have ever thought that watching my mom would have taught me something about my grandma, right? And to also keep me humble, like, okay, this is a generational curse that's been happening. Work on it, you know, so we can stop it. Or 
the way I responded in this season, I may not like, but do I remember when I passed judgment on my mom for responding this way? Or do I remember when I passed judgment for my grandma responding this way? It's so easy to be from the outside and be like, I wouldn't dare do it. Put yourself in the situation. Hopefully you don't have the same response. Hopefully it's not worse, right? Hopefully it's not worse. But everything that we go through, it will show up again if we don't deal with it. And sometimes I wouldn't, not even sometimes, I would encourage all of us to really reflect on um, how does, what lessons can we learn from the older generation? What can we keep? What can we say we can learn from this and we can do this even better? And just how can we be better overall? So I definitely have a little more empathy for you, Grandma. Your daughter helped with that. Your daughter definitely helped with that. And as painful as it may have been for me to see it, to experience it, nothing was wasted. All things work together for our good. Nothing is in vain. Not one season is in vain, right? Because I've even learned some of the things that I've experienced God sent me through it first. And then when I hear people say certain things, like maybe like their souls are tired or they want to die and, you know, things of that nature, I'm able to speak life into those people because I already know what that feeling feels like. And it may not be on the exact same level and scale, but I know somewhat of what you're feeling. And if God brought me through, I'm going to show you what I did to make it to the other side. And it may work and it may not, right? But take what can work for you and apply it where it does and tweak it and figure out something that works if the other stuff doesn't. And that's all I got this week, okay? (laughs) So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a much more chill vibe kind of thing. I hope you guys can relate to something that I talked about. I love you guys. Happy July. And I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. All right, guys. Bye. (music) Thank <music> you.